Welcome to this podcast by City Point Church, Redcliffe. We are so happy you could join us and pray that the following message will encourage and empower you. I also want to take a moment, because um, it is pretty much the end of the year. It's, what a crazy year. I'm not even going to take time. This No, it's already taken too much time. But I just want to take a moment and publicly in front of our church, just really, really from my heart, from the depths of my heart and Nicholas and I's heart, and say thank you to our team. Um, like, like I said, a crazy year. I'm not going to talk about that. But the things that they, they went through and they kept pushing, they kept innovating to reach the lost, to try and bring some form of worship for a gathering uh, group of people called the Body of Christ, um, and then coming back to services whatever physical distance, all the restrictions, I just want to say thank you for, for your continued yes and, and love and effort. Every single one of you, all of you, I can see you sitting here. Thank you so much. Would not have been able to do it without you. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, uh, my name, uh, like Pastor Carolina said, is Jared. Uh, and my beautiful wife here in the front row over here. Uh, Nicola and I, we, do, we, we look after the creative team uh, and we help out with pastoral care. I've personally been in, uh, a part of City Point for 13 years now, um, and I call this place my home. Um, I've got close friends. You know, Pastor Dan, we did internship together 11 years ago, maybe 12. Goodness. Anyways, uh, and we have three beautiful kids, and we love the body of Christ, and we love the kingdom of God. Um, and I'm going to talk about that tonight. Is that cool with you? All right, I'm going to get to our star scripture here. Uh, media team, I've jumped straight to 1 Peter 2.9. If you've got your Bibles or if you have uh, the YouVersion app on your phone, this is, this is the heart of, of where we're going to talk to talk about tonight. But you are not like that. And so Peter was addressing um, the fact that people turned away from the cornerstone, which is Jesus, and they ignored it, etc. And he says, but you're not like that. He says, for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest. You are royal priests, a holy nation. Stop and pause for a moment. That's a crazy, crazy comment. God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Verse 10, once you had no identity as a people, and now you are God's people. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against our very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then, even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I just invite you. Uh, to be with me now, to, uh, to speak through the words that you've given me uh, over this time, Lord God. I thank you for uh, the revelation that you've, you've imparted into me. And I pray that it would not just be my words and, and some fun and enjoyment here, Lord God, but it would be powerful and would not return void. And that would be empowering to the body of Christ to be a witness to our world that desperately needs Jesus Christ. We give you all the honor and glory. And anybody agreed with me said amen. Uh, anybody used to do prank calls? <laughs> Mark's laughing straight away. I know you did. Um, I know Dan did. I used to love doing this. And it was a lot easier before caller ID came in. Um, 
And that was, like, all the, there's like anybody under the age of 20 is like, what's caller ID? Like that's, like you can see any number that calls you unless they put no caller ID, right? You ever seen that? That came from technology when it was all landline and someone invented this thing that they could, they could pick like technology-wise what number was calling them. So you used to be able to call people and they didn't know who was calling so you could do anything you wanted. You could say anything you wanted to these people, right? Until they were like, oh, I'm going to call this number back. And then your mom gets you in trouble for prank calling people. Um, so you had to reinvent how you did prank calls. So I decided I'd start, I would go, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a prank call on my mom. Why not? What can happen? So my friends told me this, this trick. You know, you know the old phones, you know, when you put them down, they'd hang up? Kids are like, what? <laughs> yeah, you used to pick them up, and they were connected to a box. Um, and my grandfather's era used to hang them, which is where the term hung up on you came from. It was like old school phones that hung up in it. Anyway, um, but there, in the modern version of that, there was a button when you place the phone down that if that was down, the phone wouldn't answer. So my friends and I took clear sticky tape and we taped that down. And so when someone called the house, my mom would, my mom would pick it up, say, hello. Uh, hello. Just keep ringing. And I was just in stitches. I loved it. It was so funny. She couldn't answer. She literally could not answer the phone. Anyway, that probably happened twice until I got into a lot of trouble. Um, but I love this. And it got me thinking. It got me thinking about a guy called Satan who likes to play tricks on us with listening to the call of God. It made me think a lot. He plays a lot of tricks on us like this. Go, hey, if I can just stop the connection point here, then I can stop a message and I can stop a purpose in a generation for doing something for God. You have an enemy. Whether you believe in Jesus tonight or not, or you have a relationship with him or not, whether you believe in the devil, he's real and he's active and he's completely against the body of Christ. That's his assignment, is you and I, the body of Christ. So I want to speak to this. My, my message tonight uh, is called The Call of Duty vocation versus vacation the call of duty i'm not even a gamer i think i've played that game twice but it just made sense <laughs> joe's like yeah get it <laughs> you know the the latin word uh for vocation here uh is the start is voc it's is voc is where we get the word voice um vocal Lots of different things. You can kind of connect the dots once you see that. Um, but when you go back into it, that, that root word, it, it literally means vocation, literally means to be called. And more specifically, in most dictionaries, it will reference being called by God. Most secular dictionaries will say it, it has some reference points of being called by a divine creator, God. Now, vacation... That's, it's funny because we love vacation. I'm not saying that, please hear me, vacations are good. You need to recreate, you need to rest, you need to re, come back and reinvigorate it for what God's called you to. But vacation, that word vac, I'm probably saying it wrong in my like, Californian accent, vac, it's probably something cooler than that in Latin. But that, that word literally means emptiness or devoid of anything. It's also the same root word for vacuum. It's the same word for vacation. 
We have a battle going on in our world, in our society, that pushes us to emptiness. That pushes us to be devoid of anything, to be devoid of purpose. Always trying to sell a vacation to us. You deserve it. This is our world is a battling with us. And it can be subtle too. It can be, it can be hey, uh, yeah, that, man, work, work kind of stinks. You know, I'm just really looking forward to the weekend. Because the enemy is real good. He's really tricky. And he'll get you real subtle. This, this vacation can get in in a bad way into our world. You know the number one thing during COVID? I did a lot of research because <laughs> uh, my day-to-day at workings were very different. So I did a lot of research to build up who we are as the body of Christ as well. And, and uh, I did some market research. The number one thing that Aussies said that COVID had a significant long-term impact on them was travel and lifestyle. That was their biggest complaint. Like, I just can't take a vacation. That's crazy. That's, that's our society. We go, darn COVID, can't go, you know, to Fiji for a week now. That blew my mind. We spend billions and billions of dollars a year on vacations. Again, vacations are good. I'm not saying they're good. But when, we're, when that's what we're aiming for as our, our inner significance and purpose, when we're trying to get away from our day-to-day lives to get that, it's very detrimental. Kevin Hart, the comedian, I love him. He can be very crude. I'm not endorsing his humor. But uh, he's also a very, very, very hardworking person. He said, it's really sad that so much of our society says, thank God it's Friday. Right, TJF, everyone says it. It's, it's, it's in our Western culture. Which what they're really saying, he says, is he goes, thank God that five out of seven days of my life are over. And now I'm going to spend the next two of those seven days potentially drunk so I don't have to think about the upcoming five out of seven of my life. This creeps in, this devoid of anything creeps into our life pushing us away from a sense of purpose in our work. We have a battle between vocation, a calling from God, and being devoid of anything. So I want to speak to this. I want to show you one of my favorite scriptures here. I know time is running away on me already. But in Genesis 2, um, right back in the beginning, Genesis 2 verse 3, it says, Then God blesses the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested. Again, rest is good, different context, from all the work of creating that he did. So he did all this work. Then Adam and Eve, right? Here we go. This is the account of the heavens and earth when they were created, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now no shrub had yet appeared on the earth and no plant had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not sent rain on the earth. And, everybody say and. There was no one to work the ground. Nothing grew up. Nothing started yet because he hadn't created you and I to work it. We were born to work. We were created to get our hands dirty and and do stuff. You know what I'm saying? I need a bigger grunt from all the men. Yeah. It's in our DNA. First thing I want you to, to take away, I've got three handles that I want you to take away because I want to get this right theologically. I want to get it right so you can go away knowing the, the importance level of being called by God, this calling, this vocation, then filtered into our day-to-day life. And the first one is this, is that you are called by God. Really easy to remember. <laughs> called by God. 
And this, this cold language, let me, say, let me be really real. I've been in church life all, all of my life, and this calling word comes up so much, and it can be, get really confusing. So I'm hoping to kind of clarify a bit of that tonight. Is that cool? Oswald Chambers, an amazing uh, preacher, said, The call of God is an expression of his nature, not ours. The call of God is not a reflection of my nature. My personal desires and temperament are of no consideration. As long as I dwell on my own qualities and traits and think about what I am suited for, I will never hear the call of God. As long as we're thinking about ourselves towards the voice and the calling of God, we're not going to hear that properly. But I want to say this, you were called by God, and I want to reiterate something. Are you ready? I'm going to need a drink of water before I get into this one. I don't know if you're ready for this list. I want to remind you who's on the other end of that phone calling you tonight. Is that cool? Because it's not just anybody calling us to do something. It's not just a boss or just a friend or a family member. This is God. Our God is love, spirit, the holy one, the I am, Yahweh, alpha and omega, beginning and end, God almighty, a miracle-working God, the creator of the world, calling things that be not as though they were, infinite, all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present, unchangeable, Jehovah, a covenant-making God, the everlasting Father, a Father of lights, a Father of mercies, and God of all comfort, the author of salvation, full of power, a God who raises the dead, a quickening spirit, mighty to save, our maker, our heavenly Father, the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus, meeting our needs through Jesus, giving us the peace that surpasses all understanding, Jesus of Nazareth, the door of the the way, the truth, the life, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Lamb of God, the Bread of Life, the Bright Morning Star, the Light of the World, Emmanuel, Wonderful Counselor, the Great Shepherd of the Sheep, the Head of the Church, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, our all-sufficiency, the Word dwelling in us, easily accessible by being able to go to the throne room. I'm going to need another drink. <laughs> the list ain't done yet. It's not done. Faithful and true, a sure foundation, upholding all things by the word of his power, watching over his word to perform it, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He has no favoritism. He's the true light, the author, the finisher of our faith, the mediator of the new covenant, the truth working in us, greater in us than he that is in the world, unto us wisdom, sanctification, redemption, not for us, but he is he's for us, not against us. Never leaving us nor forsaking us, always leading us into triumph in Christ Jesus, faithful over his house, ruler over the kings of the earth, our Lord, our God, our life, our Savior, our Redeemer, our teacher, our healer, our provider, our deliverer, our resurrection, our justification, our strength, our righteousness, our peace, our advocate, our faithful high priest, our bridegroom, our hope and glory. Please to give us the kingdom, equipping us, giving us revelation and knowledge, giving us the keys to the kingdom giving his name, giving us the Holy Spirit, anointing us for service, filling us with wisdom, spiritual understanding, giving us his armor, providing angels, faithful to complete his work he began in us, rich in mercy, teaching us how to profit, leading the way we should go, giving us all things to enjoy, saying well done, good and faithful servants, and receiving all the glory for it, worthy of praise. And everyone said, praise God, amen. That is our God.
this is the God who calls you and I. How humbling. I don't have that list. I'm not even going to get close to that. My list of accolades come nothing close to that. I've got a few of them that the world goes, good job, Jared. But this is the God that calls you and I out of darkness and into light. You're called by that God. And the second thing is you're called to God. I'm running out of time here. That, that was a longer list than I was thinking. So theologically, I want to get this really good for you. So being called by God, that's who calls us. But then we are called to God, to be in a relationship with God. First, to be the chosen people. And that passage that Peter 2.9 says, you are a chosen people, a holy nation, God's own possession. We are called to be in relationship with Jesus. If you are not in that relationship yet, I'm going to give you that opportunity. It's the best relationship you can be in. You are called by God and to God to be in relationship with him. We are first a holy people. We are first the children of God. We are first in a relationship with him, first and foremost. And uh, there's nothing that we did to deserve it or to earn it. Ephesians 2.8, for it is by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ that you have been saved. Actually delivered from judgment and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, not through your own effort, but it is undeserved, gracious gift of God. Not a result of our own works, nor our attempts to keep the law, so that no one is able to boast or take credit in any way for this salvation. We're called by God to God. And then this bit. We are called for God for right now. Right now. Not the dreams 10 years down the road. We are called to that. We're called to right now. And the enemy's trying to get some vacation into your mindset, into your decisions, so that you don't hear the voice of God for right now. We're in a battle right now. For your family right now. For your workplace right now. Verse 10 of that Ephesians 2, it goes on and says, For we are his workmanship, his masterpiece, his work of art, created for good works. Genesis, we were put in the garden to work it. We're then created, we're saved by Jesus for good works, for holy works, for a holy nation works. It's in our DNA, it's in our design. But I want to give you a passage here that often we look past. So it's called by God, called to God, and then for God. In uh, 1 Corinthians 7, it talks about marriage. And it talks about all these different situations uh, which we find ourselves in life and, and often the biggest ones, right? It's like, what do we do with marriage? You know, like, that's the m biggest, most emotionally pulling relationship, right? So always like, where do we find ourselves in that? He even talks about slavery and circumcision. Sorry, the word no one wants to hear in church. <laughs> but he says this in verse 17. May all believers, Joe, you love it, continue to, live, continue to live wonderful lives. God has called them to live according to what he assigns for each person. For this is what I teach all believers everywhere. And verse 20 goes on. We'll skip over the bit Joe was laughing at. Verse 20. So everyone should continue to live faithful in the situation 
of life in which they were called to follow Jesus. We, we quickly get past that verse because this passage is about marriage. Everyone should continue to live faithful in the situation of life in which they were called to follow Jesus. Verse 24, brothers and sisters, we must remain in close communion with God no matter what our situation was when we first were called to follow Jesus. You're called right now, right now to this situation. There are dreams and ambitions on everybody's heart. And I'm saying they're God dreams. If they're God dreams, they're for, you know, serving others and serving our world, serving God. And they may not come to pass yet. They're not, they're not there yet. And right now we might be struggling and the enemy has got two things. It's either trying to keep you out of anything good, out of any workplace or anything good for God. But then the other one is he's, he's keeping our, our, our sights way over here on this thing that he promised to, to bring to completion. And meanwhile, we're tripping over all the things that he's asked us to pick up along the way. Because he's called us right here, right now. Colossians 23, uh, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul that is put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. It may be your teacher asking you to do an assignment, again maybe. Do it as under the Lord. It may be your mom or dad asking you to take the garbage out for the 10th time. You can learn this young. Do it as under the Lord. Don't let the enemy get that devoid of anything in your life. Be filled with the call of God because he's saying, I'm calling you to right here, right now. And that's just as important. The faithful and the little is just as important as faithful in the big giant dream I've got for you. You are called right now. It doesn't matter what your upbringing is, your education, your qualifications, your certifications, your accolades, your championships. doesn't matter. Do everything as unto the Lord. Absolutely everything. This, honestly, this is, I know I just keep saying, this is one of my favorite verses, but I love that with, with so many things, with most things, God gives us a promise when he's, when he's asking us, when he's showing us, gives us promises even when we're not asking for it. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 15, 58. I tell this to the creative team, they probably like, oh, he's saying that verse again. <laughs> so if some, hear some laughs, they're like, yep, okay, here we go. Because it's a really powerful one. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed, being continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion, if it's in the Lord, it is not futile and it is not wasted and it is never, ever, ever without purpose. What is your calling? There may be some specifics that come along the way. T.D. Jakes was having a conversation with his son at the dinner table. Um, he's reading a book called Soar about entrepreneurship and dreams and ambitions. And his son was like, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing. And, you know, this language of church world and his T.D. Jakes, if you don't know who he is, uh, crazy, influential pastor, leader to the whole global church. Um, so his son's going through the same things inside. What's my, what's my calling? What's in here for me? What, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? I'm not, I'm not sure. Hey, Dad, is this what God's got for me? And he goes, look, 
This is T.D. Jakes. He goes, I don't, I don't know if maybe this is the thing God has for you. It might be, but if it's not, it's going to be the thing that gets you to the thing that is. But be faithful right here, right now. Because the enemy's trying to pull you away from what God's called you to right here, right now. And as I love, <laughs> and, and Peter, it was the holy church, right? We're the holy, holy nation. But then it says, as a result, you can then show people. As a result of being with God, then, then you show them. So out of these things, right here, right now. You have been called by that incredible God, that giant list, and there's more. I left off a whole nother list. You are called to be in a relationship with God, and you're called for God to make an impact in your world right now, whatever the situation is that you find yourself in. It doesn't matter what emotion may be coming around our minds, that is some bolstering faith you can just hold on to when things don't look as awesome as what you want them to, hey? I've gone through them, and I stand on that. God's called me right here, right now. And I'm, gonna be, I'm called by God right here, right now. Not, not someone else. This is fundamental to our faith. This is powerful. Some of you here will... The time's just just gone. I want to I want to offer a moment. You know, some of you may be going, "That's great, called by God." And you know, this 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 sounds cool, being faithful here. But I actually don't know if I've heard the call of God. I don't know if I, I don't know if I have a relationship with God. I think you know I've, I've been coming to church. Um, I I know he he's, he exists, but I want to offer you the opportunity to respond to the call of God. Because I'm convinced if you're in the room now and you don't know God, I'm already convinced that he's calling you because you're here. I'm persuaded enough that he's trying to reveal to you that he is the God who he says he is and that he's the God that I say he is. He's the God that Dan says he is, Pastor Carolina and Pastor Sam. I'm convinced if you're here tonight, he's already calling to you. I'm not talking about an audible voice. If you get that, let me know. That would be really cool. Um, I haven't had that. But if it's you, you're feeling something stirring, go, I want to respond to that God, that loving God. Thank you for listening. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, congratulations. This is the beginning of a life-changing journey. We encourage you to tell someone about your decision and pray and read the Bible every day. We also recommend attending a church in your local area. We have many City Point Church services across Brisbane and the world this Sunday. You can find out more about our service times and locations at citypointchurch.com. We are so excited to see you there.